keep the peace. Hey you, welcome to another edition of Wag the Dog FM. Glad to have you on board again this week. I spent the last three days, uh, almost full three days, at the European Communications Summit uh, organized by the uh, EACD, the European Association of Communication Directors, of which I've been a member from the start, I think. So, uh, a bit tired, but enormously energized again. Uh, this is an annual meeting for me and uh, a lot of colleagues, so it's, uh, it's a great gathering of uh, senior professionals uh, on a European level and uh, it's always uh, incredible to meet uh, fantastic colleagues who work across different sectors, private, public, um, government as well and then uh, the speakers. Uh, we have uh, the summit with different speakers, different sessions and um, so of course I had my mic with me and uh, I followed the session by Inge Wallage. Inge is uh, on the board of the ACD. We got to know uh, each other like maybe a year ago and uh, we did it off immediately, I think. We have, uh, the, the, we, at least we agree on a couple of things about our profession. And uh, Inge is a senior professional. She um, has a background in agency. She used to work for um, different big enterprises like Motorola, Philips, uh, P&O. And then um, I think it's about 10 years ago she switched and uh, she started to work for Greenpeace International and today she is responsible for the communications uh, and engagement at uh, the International Water Association uh, which is an, an NGO based in uh, Den Haag in the Netherlands and uh, Inge's session was about communicating with purpose and I found it a really a fascinating session um, because it's not about the latest technique in public relations it's not about internal comms external comms crisis comms all these topics that you would think about it is much more about ourselves about us as professional communicators about us as human beings and about being part of a bigger thing and recognizing that we have power as communicators, but that we also have values. And her session was really about bringing those personal values and our professional values in sync as much as possible. And I think it's a fascinating topic. Inge uh, does that very well. Uh, she's very, very motivated with the, by this uh, topic. It's really a passion for her. And um, so I hope you enjoy this session. Um, and I would very much welcome, and I know Inge will, uh, will want that as well, very much welcome. Uh, feedback. So if you have feedback after this episode, don't hesitate. Send an email uh, through the website wagthedog.fm. Uh, your feedback is really appreciated because I, because I think it's it's an out of the ordinary topic, uh, but a very important one. So without further ado, here we go. Inge, welcome to Wag the Dog. Very good to be here. Yeah, was, uh, we just had a session here at the European Communications Summit, your session. I was um, impressed because you managed to, well, to shut up for one minute, 30 communicators, right? They didn't say a word. Why did you do that? Why did you ask everyone to, before you started the session about purposeful communications or communicating with purpose, why did you ask people to be silent for a minute? Gosh, how wonderful the way you frame it, because indeed you're quite right. How can one silence 30 communicators? Um, I think I've learned over the last couple of years that uh, and it, I think it's talked about a lot, mindfulness mm -hmm. and connectivity um, is very important to bring us onto the same place. And the few times I've done it, it has created, let's say, it's almost like an aura in the meeting that means the conversation starts in a different way because we feel a connection, because we've 
had one moment of silence, a minute of silence in this uh, instance, where we think about why are we here? And some of the things that you take with you from the outside and take with you inside of the room have an ability to sort of disappear so we get to the same level playing field kind of thing. Yeah, so a kind of a, of a cool down moment where we all Correct. get on the same level and then start a discussion because it was a discussion. That was also your objective. It was very clear. So tell me a bit about the topic. Why did you, I mean, we have other sessions here throughout the two days of the, uh, of the uh, communication summit. We discuss reputation management crisis but yours was on communicating with purpose. Tell us a bit more on, on what the objective there was and what you mean with communicating with purpose. Um, thank you. I think what I have observed over the last number of years in particular is we try to excel in all we do as uh, communicators, whether it's indeed reputation, whether it's crisis management, whether it's social media, what have you, but without thinking about the greater impact, without thinking to what end. Or the to what end is determined by who we work for in terms of the boss or what kind of company or organization. Whereas if you think about today's world, communications is all over uh, the place. Uh, it's used by people that haven't got uh, communications as their profession. So we need to be, I, I feel we need to realize that what a great impact we have. And that's what I wanted to ask because for me, purpose means uh, beyond you as an individual, beyond the company you work for. It means something bigger. It means a societal element. We are here, we're living on planet Earth, we're together. And I think we want to make sure that we, leave a, we live a meaningful life and we leave our life behind us in a um, good way. So that, that to me is purpose. It's beyond the individual or the organizational company responsibility. And I actually think because of the power that we either directly or indirectly have as communicators, we need to be aware of that. And I think also that has led me to want to start with that one minute silence, silence is to create kind of awareness of this. I'm also not 100% sure whether that totally came out, but I think it's a journey I'm on and it's a journey that I love and I know that others are on as well. And it's a conversation that I'd like to continue. Mm. With, with power comes responsibility as well. That is also something that I felt in the room that some people had very strong positions on their responsibility as a human being, then others much more talking as a professional PR person. Uh, but, but then again, at the end of the day, we are a person, right? And we make decisions and uh, at the same time, we are what we do, right? So I think that was interesting to see. What, what, what were a couple of things that popped out for you? I've got my idea being in the session as well, but what, what did pop out for you? What was the kind of threat that came out? Well, it was interesting how at some point, which I didn't want to have the conversation lead to, uh, but they did go there at some point, is the whole thing about can one work for tobacco or not and about the fossil fuel industry. Um, whereas, unfortunately, I think it was addressed as well, it's only one element of it. Uh, it's not the whole story. Uh, purposeful communications goes beyond. But I was struck by the fact that at some point we did end up in that kind of dichotomy kind of uh, mm -hmm. discussion and whether it therefore was ethical or not to work for those kind of companies and whether they were in itself doing ethical things. And it's not where I wanted it to go. But the reason it therefore went there is probably because it is a sign of the times. I think things are changing. And the fact of where tobacco was a couple of years ago, where it is today, 
where fossil fuel was maybe a couple of years ago, where it is today. I think it is a sign of the times. And there's more openness, therefore, for having a conversation on purposeful communications and what it means to you as an individual. I think there's one element. Um, the other one was the, the fact that we can be multiple personalities. Mm -hmm. So we are indeed that individual, you pointed it out. And at the same time, we are that professional. So we can, it's a little bit hiding behind, although it's not meant in a negative way, because I think they do this with their eyes wide open. Uh, but hiding behind, well, that's the organization of the company I work for. That's the trade association. And therefore, I represent those companies without wanting to ask yourself the question, um, is that really what is right from an overall purpose of why I am on uh, on this planet? Mm. Why I'm in, what I am in life? But, but then we start from the assumption that at least with the group you had here today are people who are at least asking the question, right? Because I think, I mean, a lot of colleagues just go through the motion of a job and they have a good career and they do fantastic good stuff, but maybe don't sit still and think about the bigger impact they have or, or, or the things that we discussed in your session. So um, I think what was interesting to see is that we had that discussion about ethics, but ethics wasn't really mentioned a lot. So this is a good thing, I think, because otherwise ethics is, is... When we mention that, it often goes to some guidelines that were written a long time ago, but this was very practical. Um, what, what did you think about the, the interaction in the group? Uh. I think you always see that there are people who have a, even in communicators. <laughs> yeah, because they were all, have, all senior communicators. Exactly. Right? Say, so you still see that there are people who naturally participate and start and, and join the conversation and others that um, remain silent. It was also interesting for me to see some because I had spoken with them beforehand. I had thought they would interact and didn't. So that was kind of a surprise to me. Um, what didn't surprise me, because I think you always see that indeed certain people dominated the conversation. Even though I hope I moderated quite well enough to make sure that those who wanted to speak, uh, I would pull them in and really left mm -hmm. an openness mm -hmm. for those uh, to talk. But like I said, I think you always find this. It's probably um, a human character thing. The need to... Um, the concrete examples... <clears throat> about your own company that you work for, your organization, to a specificity which I thought did not benefit the subject. Um, but again, I think that's natural. Mm -hmm. It's That's what people do on a day-to-day -day mm -hmm. basis. So our, I'm hesitant to use the word inability because it sounds negative. It's not meant mm -hmm. in that way. But our inability to raise beyond the specificity and look at the greater. Yeah. And that's what I, I had hoped for. And some of that we touched upon. So that was sufficient and that gives me hope that we're on a certain journey, at least with some of us, uh, as part of the sign of the times, um, but not sufficiently, I don't mm -hmm. think. Yeah, because your your topic was communicating with purpose, both from a personal standpoint of view, as a communicator, in the larger scope of things, right? In we're thinking here about the planet we live on, the legacy we leave with our children. So these are the important things, very human questions, right? And Absolutely. so then we, we tend to go back to, well, you know, we do CSR. But... Okay, but that was not really the, the thing. So exactly. yeah. On the exactly. other hand, I think I, I mean, kudos to you because I think some people were very open and very personal in what their um, experience and expectations were. Yeah, thank you. 
I totally agree with you. I loved the remark by the guy who, at some point when we had the discussion, not everybody was saying who they were. And he felt like it was an alcohol anonymous uh, yeah, session. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and he said, yeah. let me be very clear. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> clients that are in the fossil fuel industry. So um, that was kind of nice. Mm -hmm. And it, it was a breaking point, I felt, mm -hmm. as well. I think he really did well by putting that out there because I think it further stimulated the openness that was already there. But I think he definitely mm -hmm. um, enabled that yeah. uh, even yeah. more. So that was a very nice um, intervention by him. How do you... How do you manage, or oh, manage is a, is a wrong word here, but how do you work with your own purposeful communication in your day-to-day -day life slash work? What, what, what is that for you? I think I'm, very, I'm quite in sync with the way I look at my purpose in life and the organization I work for, which means uh, there's very little stress that I have. And even when one works very hard because it's so purpose-driven, you get so much positive energy out of it that um, you just go with that flow. So it's a very positive thing. At the same time, and I think it was pointed out in the session as well, we are human and we make choices that sometimes are still detrimental either for other people or are detrimental for uh, the environment or whatever it could be. So I need to travel quite a bit. I try to have sustainable travel as my main priority, but I can't get to China uh, in a very sustainable way, even though airlines are doing their very best to, you know, upgrade, etc. And I sometimes, uh, that, that I find hard, uh, because I don't think that is um, the right way moving forward. Uh, at the same time, these are this is an example of what is called a wicked problem. Yeah. So one can argue, okay, you just don't fly, but hang on, there is actually more to it. So looking at these things is a complex matter. But still, if I, which I believe in, individual change is related to change at macro level, I need to lead by example, right? In the Gandhi yeah, way, yeah, be yeah, the change yeah. you um, mm. aim for. So there is always that stress. But like I've also said to other people, if we really truly believe that in terms of planet, um, it needs to be totally sustainable, we might as well jump off the cliff as mm -hmm, humans because mm -hmm. look, th there are issues yeah. and we have a life. And I think we've progressed a lot. And, and also back to the air travel, I think air travel has progressed humanity amazingly. The way new generations can study together, work together, love together, that's an enormous uh, progress. Mm -hmm. So again, it's very difficult to say we should look at them, but we should look at it critically. And back to your question yeah. to me, it is something that concerns me. Um, but with regards to day-to-day -day on my job, I am really able to do to conduct purposeful communications um, as part of the International Water Association. So would you say that you found uh, a job which, which is completely in sync with your values then? Are we talking values? Because I don't think the word values right. was mentioned no, in right. your session. That's intriguing, isn't it? You're right. Because mm -hmm. you're absolutely, uh, totally spot on. It is about values. And I found that after 18 years in the private sector, Moving to Greenpeace was coming home. It was absolutely amazing. Um, and I've loved every minute of it, almost. Because there's no organization, I think, that you can be 100% with. I mean, no, there's always. There's always course, issues. Yeah. There's always elements you don't like. I mean, that's life. Um, but it was fantastic in Greenpeace. Yet, to, call, to talk about one value, um, Greenpeace is not necessarily a connector. Greenpeace is a provoker. And Greenpeace is very much about us and them. That's their power. That's mm -hmm. their strength. If I look at me, I'm a connector. I love bringing people together and I believe that the changes we need to see in the world is by bringing people together. 
And that is exactly what IWA is about. That's also what the EACD is about. So in both my role on the EACD board, um, as well as an IWA, my personal value of connecting people is uh, totally in sync with what the organizations mm-hmm. stand for. Um, so that's extremely powerful. Mm. And it, it, it creates energy. And I think the nuance you're making, it's it's... You know, it's not given to everyone to find a job that is completely in sync with their values. First of all, we have to know our values and understand them ourselves. But uh, but I, I do think it is about uh, trying to have them as much in sync as possible and also understand that if you're working for an organization where you really cannot or have a really an issue with with values, then, then PR or communication is not really <laughs> the function to be in. Uh, but it is difficult. I think someone mentioned it, and, and I felt very related to that as well. You cannot really, let's say you do media relations, which is part of our job, um, you cannot stand in front of a camera and defending the organization that, that pays your salary every month if, if, if it's so contradictory with, with your values. I mean, I would have a big issue with that. And this is the thing is, I think it was pointed out as well, that that is disappearing because of the whole connections that we can make. So if someone, because I think it shows, if mm-hmm. someone is not in line yeah. with his or her values and the organizations, it shows. I mean, on camera, the camera doesn't lie, but even in the way we talk, the way we communicate in writing, it shows. And because everything gets shared with social media, you'll be caught in that. Mm-hmm. So I think, even though we still see examples of that, maybe... And I, I had some good examples in the discussion. Maybe that's disappearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, people really make thing. that choice. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a definite thing. It was an interesting discussion of how powerful we were as well in, in, in communicating with purpose where, um, you know, it wasn't really a question, but it, it led to a question, I think, of are we in our functions that powerful that we can change maybe the direction of a certain organization, a specific industry, for instance. And I thought that was interesting because some people were convinced, others were less convinced. But but the the I don't think that we like the idea of having power, but we know we are powerful somewhere. But it's interesting, eh? because I think mm. this is related to the fact of, do you think you work for the organization or you think you work for a larger purpose? I think those who believe you work for a larger purpose are the ones who believe that our function is so powerful that we can create that change. Yeah, we that we can facilitate. influence at least or exactly. facilitate. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that's totally, totally right. At the same time, um, I think one of the key issues uh, or, or key uh, important areas for us to progress in the right direction is um, being a humble leader and being and showing, sharing vulnerability. So I'm almost uh, hesitant to say that we are so powerful Because it, once you think you're very powerful, you know what happens to sure. overpotent leaders, right? Power corrupts, right? Precisely. Say, um, if we combine it with a sense of vulnerability, which if you think about all the stakeholders we're accountable to, I think that creates a sense of vulnerability. I mean, isn't it amazing to think that you're that you're accountable to future generations and you're accountable to indeed, as the Nature mm-hmm. Conservancy points out, to water and earth and fire and all that and the forests, etc.? That creates a vulnerability, and hopefully, that will that combination of vulnerability and the power of communications can facilitate the right facilitate the right progress. You see a link between between what you are saying and purpose, purposeful communication or communicating with the purpose, and then the role that we're looking at with the ACD and other organizations worldwide around ethics and the ethical standards for our profession. Yes, 
Yes. So do, do you think that, well, because we have ethical standards, it's just that most people don't know them <laughs> uh, and they've been written, you know, 10 years ago, what have you, and then, okay, there's this, there's a review from time to time. But we really don't, it's not a hot topic most of the time on our agenda. So how do you see that happening? It's, is that, is, how did you come to communicating with a purpose? How do you come to that idea of, of, of studying that and, and going further with that? Or was it a natural thing to you and then you... Well, it, it did happen sort of uh, coming up to 10 years ago. So being 50 now, it was 40. So it was all part of that moment in life, I think, when one starts to think more strongly about why am I here? Um, but that's not the only thing, I think. The other is um, having been in the dark side, at the dark side. So I worked for an oil and gas company. And even though they are definitely trying to do their best uh, from a community and an environmental perspective, and I rate that highly, I did see how people would look at Mother Earth as something intangible, something one can just exploit, rather than thinking it's a living thing herself. Um, and experiencing not that, but other areas as well, made me realized that I didn't want to put my skill set, my expertise, my years of experience to that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, sorry, I yeah. that others do it, it's one thing, but I, I couldn't. So it's the combination of the two that led me uh, to join Greenpeace, first of all. Um, and I think I started to appreciate the power of communications. And I feel so passionate about our profession. Mm -hmm. And I thought, hey, I can combine the two things. Um, and that created my path for looking at communications in a in a larger way. Well, thanks for this conversation. It was really interesting. I thought it was a really special session as thank well. Uh, it hit a couple of people in the right in the right ways, I think. So thanks for uh, Inge for being on uh, Wang the Dog. Thank you. Very nice to have this conversation. Thank thanks, you. Philippe. Hey, I hope you uh, enjoyed this interview with Inge Wallage. I did. We had a great discussion afterwards as well. And um, I'm, I'm sure that this topic will uh, come back. So uh, tune in follow this because it's an important discussion i think for us as pr professionals and simply as human beings about our values our profession and the influence that we can have if you like the podcast wag the dog please go to itunes and give a review it is important for two reasons first of all it influences the rankings on itunes which means that much more people can discover uh, wag the dog as a podcast and download it and secondly, of course, it is a huge booster for myself to keep on doing this every single week, finding interviewees, uh, organizing this, doing the interviews, putting it up there for you. So uh, please do take some time to uh, review the podcast. Okay, so as always, the notes of this podcast will be on uh, Wag the Dog FM. Go and visit the page. Um, I'll put in there the uh, blog of Inge and a couple of other links that you can follow. And until next week, do the right thing. Keep the peace.